What's going on, guys? Welcome to November's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus. Throughout the month, we play them. At the end of the month, we talk about them. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Quick reminders that uh, our vote for Game of the Month has discontinued. It's over. So I want to thank everybody who voted for whatever game you voted for. And tomorrow or Sunday, one of the days... It's, what's tomorrow? Saturday. Soon. This weekend, we're going to be doing Game of the Month, and we're going to reveal what the Game of the Month for December is. But um, you can still play Lost Planet 2. We're going to be talking about that, so make sure to do that as well. Um, and we're moving into a new month. So uh, we got Titanfall 2 and Monster... I almost said Monster Hunter. Monster Energy Supercross uh, for December. So make sure to download those and play those uh, on PlayStation Plus throughout the month. And uh, yeah. We got Discord. Link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. We're, our, uh, we're doing Plus Club. We played throughout this month, or some of the month, because uh, Death Stranding came out, um, or somebody was streaming one game all month. Uh, Neo and Outlast 2 were our games for November. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that. I'm going so fast that I forgot to ask. What do you guys think about Titanfall 2 and Monster Energy Supercross? I'm going to have problems all month saying Monster Energy Supercross because every time I say Monster, I'm like instinctually ready to say Hunter. For what sure. Do you, what do you guys think about those games? I already own Titanfall 2. Me too. So uh, I actually, it would be a good time to play just because with it being, uh, well, free, uh, the servers will be more populated. So mm-hmm. it would be a good time to to play it and then uh or play the single player you never played it i did not beat it no it's actually good um you didn't beat it mm-mm. time to beat it and then uh and the other game i'm sure it'll be fun for a little bit <laughs> I, was, I i can't imagine it's gonna be that deep so it'll be it's gonna be deep in the ground when you fucking crash probably <laughs> um i'm stoked because timefall 2 I, I i love um Titanfall 1 was great, too. Uh, I also, like I already said, own Titanfall 2. Played the shit out of it. Uh, played online a lot. Played the single player. Really like the single player. So I guess I'm kind of revealing my cards here. Uh, but it'll be fun to revisit it. It'll be fun to do some multiplayer online stuff. Uh, and, yeah, it's kind of cool, too, that they're releasing that now because uh, Respawn just put out, uh, as we call it in the Discord link down below, Jedio, um, Fallen Order. That's what it's called. Sure. Um Respawn just put that out, and they've been people have been loving it, and uh, they've been doing a great job. So it's kind of cool to maybe show some people, uh, you know, the the game I think that they've released that that didn't get as much love as it really deserved. Because yeah, I agree you know, with that. Titanfall was really good, but Titanfall Two was like way better, and uh, you know they haven't really built a name for that game that's like as known as it should be. And I feel like Titanfall Two was a really good um, attempt at that. That. Uh, you know, hopefully everybody downloads and plays it. Well, and they, tries took, it out. they took all that and made Apex Legends. So, I mean, yeah. like, which is the best Battle Royale game, in my opinion. So, yeah. I, I it plays know. a lot like Timefall 2 outside of, you know, the wall running and shit. So, in Max. Yeah, you're not a Titan. Yeah. But it's really so, cool. Yeah. yeah. They are the same universe, yeah. so, which is pretty cool. Or pilot, and then, uh, yeah. Um, and then Monster, I almost did it again. Energy Supercross. Holy fuck. Um, I don't play games like that ever. I used to play them back in the day. And I used to like them, um, so it'll be fun. You know, this is a game I would never buy, no, so for sure. Unless like a bunch of people are like, dude, you really got to try this game, which will never happen. Um, that's beauty of plus, though. Yeah, for we'll, sure. Get you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So um, that's like with the the game of the month thing. Everybody's like, ha, ah, fishing game, fishing game, ha ha. And I was like, yeah, okay. I would, I'd try it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the point. The only person like, who would be unhappy about it's Chris. <laughs> Chris, I'm doing some fishing. 
I love fishing. So, but uh, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to um, this upcoming month with the games. I mean, Titanfall Two, I probably won't play as much as uh, the other games just because I've I've played the fuck out of it. But I will revisit it for sure. And uh, I hope Monster Energy Supercross is uh, is cool. Yeah, Chris. Uh, I am excited to play Titanfall 2 with everybody. Um, I didn't get too much into it, but uh, it always was an intriguing game to me. Uh, as far as the Monster Hunter biker cross moto game, um, yes, I've mm-hmm. never been a That's big the fan better of... name for it, Monster Hunter Cross Moto <laughs> game. <laughs> I've never been a big fan of those kind of like uh, racing bike games, especially ones that have like the name of like a sponsor in the title. They always seem really cheesy to me. Oh, 100%. But we're, that's getting to a whole other thing of, like, I got a pet peeve with branding. Like, if I see, like, a shirt and it just has a big logo of that company that made the shirt, Ugh. and you buy that, I'm like, you just bought a billboard, billboard for them. Yeah. That's all you did. Yeah. And so within their circle, I, I, don't don't like, cool. I don't like billboards either. But that's a good one, though. That's a good billboard. Everybody should have a billboard that says Taste of Gaming on it. But uh, So I get the sentiment on why people do it and people sure. buy it. I own some stuff that says Adidas because there's some brands I'm like, yeah, I can wear that. But like, yeah. So if a game has just like fucking monster energy, super cross, there's more of a advertisement in that title than what the yeah. game is, which yeah. is fucking wild. So it, they always make me think of those old Burger King games back in the day for the Xbox 360. Sneak King, like, dog. Like, they were f- enjoyable for a little while, but they were just cheesy as all hell. Was it Sneak King? Didn't people like that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's fun. It's hella fun. They were. They were cheesy as fuck games. That that was just an advertising ploy, though. Like, look at these shit games we made. Because it is kind of crazy that they even had someone make these shitty little I've, indie games I think it's Xbox Achievement for some, like, Toyota Prius game, too. You just drive down a tunnel and collect things in a Prius. That's I was dumb. like, I hate huh. that. This is free for a reason. Okay. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> cyber? This doesn't taste the cast. What do you guys think about the Cybertruck? Tesla Cybertruck. I like it. Have you seen it, Chris? I have. Okay. I have. I've posted memes about it. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> is that good or bad? I love, it's very Blade Runner to me. I love I, it. I like yeah. it. I like it. it I, it's, it's intriguing because I like the concept of like futuristic cars, things like that, but it definitely looks like a low-poly count car from like... Uh, oh god! What was that car game with the evil clown in it? Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. It's like yeah. Twisted Metal two graphics. I don't know. Elon Musk even said that they they drew inspiration from things like the Warthog from Halo and stuff. It so. is a fuck. It mm-hmm. almost is borderline fucking a Warthog. Yeah. If you painted it yeah. green and put the back end more like a truck and less angular, it would look like a fucking Warthog. All the a, modular shit on it too is fucking dope, man. Like the one the only, picture I saw where it pulled out and it was a fucking barbecue. I was like, that's amazing. The only yeah. The only thing I don't like about it. That's the thing about Elon Musk, man. Is he's got an imagination and he's not afraid to have what you know our generation and younger generations would think of as like fun with something like that i mean he's a yeah. billionaire did you who's see willing the inside to... it looks like a fucking movie theater that's almost. that's what uh-huh. i was gonna say though. the only thing about the whole fucking truck that i don't like the only thing is it has like this like like porcelain fucking countertop yeah it looks like like someone's grandma's fucking kitchen yeah it's weird it's just flat and square and i'm like yeah, I don't know about that, but everything else is fucking cool. I like it. It's weird. It, it's yeah. that's the thing too. A lot of people keep talking about is, um, sorry, anybody who's here for Plus Club, um, <laughs> fucking uh, it, it. If you look at the truck market, I saw a picture recently. Recently, that showed all the trucks that exist that you know of that year, make and model, or whatever, and they all look the same. Mm-hmm. And so 
they're bringing out this electric powered truck. They gotta they gotta look different, For sure. and it looks way different than anything that's spot a mile away man yeah yeah you're gonna look at that on the road and be like oh shit that's the cyber truck people do it with the tesla model whatever the fuck they did that with that fucking cube thing Uh, yeah scion oh there is a car that's called like the cube oh the one with the that was the wraparound i think so i don't know those things are stupid i hate them well they uh, stick out though. those look like someone's house or something there's a sugar cube on wheels yeah exactly Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then there's that then there's that video where they were pulling a F whatever Ford whatever. Yeah, F one fifty. They the they Ford showed F-150. pulling that, and it's crazy when you go in the comments on Twitter. There's all these Ford people going like, "Fuck that thing! That would never pull a Raptor," which I guess is a type of Ford. If anyone knows or cares, yeah. we're yeah. we're gamers. But um, but then uh, the VP of Ford is like, "Hey, we'd love you to send a Cybertruck over so we can we can do a real test." Uh, Elon and he's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and and people in the comments are like, he's never going to answer. And people are like screenshotting, like he did, he did yeah. answer. Look, he said okay. <laughs> and it's like the the people are so like, oh god, fuck the Cybertruck. People are like, yeah, fucking Tesla, baby. And I'm like, dude, come on, it's it's neat, it's neat. I think it's cool. It's super neat. That guy's gonna be flying flying shit to fucking Mars. Okay, so let's just let's just <laughs> stop. There's no rivalry here, right? It's just someone trying to break into the market. We're going to have to timestamp this fucker. <laughs> anyway, let's get into Plus Club. Yeah. This month, November, we played Neo and Outlast 2. Um, I think we should probably talk about Outlast 2 first. Probably. Both of them yeah. like, pretty much got about the same say about. So uh, if you didn't get a chance to play Outlast 2, it is the sequel to Outlast 1. Um that seems unrelated. I haven't. I never beat it. I'm revealing a bit already, but um, but uh, I did beat Outlast one. But yeah, in Outlast two, you play as a dude who is the cameraman of his wife, uh, who is like a reporter type chick. Uh, where you're going to investigate uh, a pregnant girl who's found dead out in the desert. Uh, you go out there, some shit happens to your helicopter, and you are uh, looking for your wife who is not there when you wake up. As these things always happen in horror things. Yeah. Um, it is a Becoming the staple first person walk from here to there. You cannot fight back. You'll get murdered if you fuck around for too long. So you hide a lot game. It's very dark, full of jump scares, full of some other scares as well. Especially if you're not into, uh, gore imagery, or, um, yeah. yeah, imagery. That's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, it deals with some pretty dark themes. We all played it this month. I've played it in the past. Um, I, I did not play it. Yes, Chevy, Chevy I watched Chevy your watched. gameplay. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> um, Chevy Chevy does not enjoy himself some uh, high adrenaline gameplay. Um, or real life play. Chris Chris doesn't <laughs> either, but Chris Chris suffered through it. He was hitting me up as he was playing it, going like, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. He's like, I'm going back in. I was reading him like, oh, poor Chris. Me, I'm just like walking through and fucking there's like <coughs> i'm like hey fuck, fuck. <laughs> someone else like <coughs> i'm like that's stupid and i just keep fucking walking and some old guy goes man goes mm, stabs me in the chest i'm like ah fuck and i just restart and i'm like i'm gonna avoid you he's just staring at me again and i'm like i know what you're capable of doing i'm just gonna go around <laughs> i didn't know that at first um yeah so uh let's let's start with uh chris and i promise we won't start with chris on the next game <laughs> um well Usually scary games aren't like my super go-to and I, I can play them and enjoy them usually. 
Um, not to say that I didn't enjoy this game, but this game rammed up my anxiety to a level that I was like having to stop consistently to calm myself down. Damn. This really, really tapped into like a weird like phobia I have of being like somewhere where it's really dark in an unknown area that I can't see it at all. And it just really like got me worked up, which is like, I can't, I guess it benefit to the game because that's kind of what it wants to do really wants to get so pumped up and going but uh, just thinking about it now it's giving me just that game and its design just like the first outlast is regardless of if you like the scares or not it's trying to keep you in a constant state of stress um not in the way i prefer in horror games where it's the underlying aspects of horror that that make you go eh, i don't want to go any further but this game is like constantly dark constantly popping things out at you constantly letting you know that things are going to kill you that you're going to fall and die somewhere all this shit and that uh you know if you look in a well tentacles are going to come fucking flying out and grab a body or when you're walking through a fucking school because you're going crazy some random hands are going to come out of the ceiling and grab shit and like so it's constantly one one thing I'll give them is for this company, I'm assuming not being a AAA company, I'm sure they're pretty small. They are very ambitious in what they are willing to do uh, development-wise because constantly there's these things happening that I was like, I wasn't expecting that, I wasn't expecting that. But it does absolutely, you can tell when they're making the game, they're like, we want this game to scare the fuck out of people. And so, and even more so than the last game because I did beat the last, the, the first Outlast game. Um, and this one is just constantly trying to freak you out uh it almost What's, doesn't it, this game feels like a roller coaster to me or, or a, some kind of ride mm-hmm. so you know when you're saying it was like stressing you out it, it, you know they're they're definitely like any horror games trying to scare you but a lot of times there's like space in between the scares or an underlying thing there that makes you go Ooh, i don't want to walk any <clears throat> you don't want to go any uh, farther forward but in this it's just like fucking try it try it try walking forward we're gonna fucking it's, kill you such a well done combination of like a lack of visual stimuli and amazing sound stimulus that really gets me going. Like it's funny when I, Chris when Chris sorry to interrupt, but when, when Chris hit me up, he's like he's like I hate that this game has like no vision or something like that or low vision or something like that. And when I read that, my my fucking dumbass. You know, the way I think about stuff, I was like, what, it has, like, no creative vision? Like, it's not artistically <laughs> that great? You could you could, you could, could probably get more out of something than this? But I was like, wait, he's talking about visual, like, actual, see. Yeah. can't see shit. Okay, my bad. I even turned up the gamma, like, a little bit above halfway. I was like, okay, I'm going to cheese this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I put on the easiest mode. I was like, no, I can't. I can't fucking do Even then, it was pitch fucking black when you mm-hmm. don't have the camera on. The thing thing about that, too, is that comes down to the developer of the game and how much work they put into the actual lighting in the game or how dark they make it. Because when you turn gamma up too high, uh, it starts whiting out blacks. So you're not necessarily brightening the game. You're just brightening the blacks. And now you just have a brighter black you're looking at. And in that game, the shadowing, the lighting is dark. So if you turn the gamma up, I checked in the beginning to see what it looked like. Because I normally turn my gamma down. I want it to be, like, fucking scary dark. And... uh, and I turned it up and like it just got brighter, but I still couldn't see the guy in the doorway. And I was like, Ugh, okay. It's like turn the brightness up on your TV essentially. So Yeah, it it really does convey that sense of lack of senses mm-hmm. really well to me. That I just I was crawling through everything. 
Yeah, this second time around when I was playing, I was just fucking trudging through that bitch. I was just walking through the cornfield like, get out of my way. Um, huh? It'll be up above. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just watch that. That's that's me playing. Um, because I'd played it uh, before, like I've already said. Anything else? No, not at the moment. No. All right, I'll just hop in because I keep talking about my own experience. So I played uh, when it came out. Um, if anyone even cares to know, I have another YouTube channel called Sleep Division where I've uh, put a lot of personal random things up there. You can subscribe and watch all that random shit if you want. Um, I still post stuff on there, but uh, but there's no theme to the channel. But anyway, there's a video I did a while back for the first Outlast. I thought that game was so ridiculous in what it was trying to do horror-wise that I made fun of it. I made a whole video just making fun of that game. Uh, not to say that it's bad. I actually was really impressed with the amount of work they put into that game. Just the scare factor was really lame to me. I thought it was just full of jump scares and just had no, like, uh, th- there's no, like, real good, like, feeling of horror in it. It was just like, you're in a psych ward and people are fucking crazy and that's scary. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So I made fun of it and and made the video, made the video years ago. And then people were like, you got to make a sequel to this. And I was like... You're right, and I never did it, but I bought Outlast 2 with the intention. I bought it for the intention to make a sequel to that video. That's why I own it. So anyway, played it then, thought it was pretty cool. It's completely different than the first Outlast, which I thought was really bold of them. They could have just went to another building and did the same kind of thing. The only things that kind of keep this game similar to Outlast is the idea of you can't fight back, which I fucking hate, Um, and you can press a button to look behind you because the game is all about being chased. Just like in Alice 1, Alice 2 is all about somebody's after you. They want to recreate that uh, slasher movie running through the woods while someone's after you feeling. And they do it really well. But that's literally the whole game. That's the gameplay. You hide in barrels. You hide under fucking beds. You hide in corn. You're in a lot of corn. You're out in the desert, but there's all these cornfields. And, uh, yeah, you hide and you hope that the pretty pretty meh AI uh, forgets to check where you are. Because a lot of times they're very thorough and they check everything. And you're just waiting while they're just coming down to check you. And I'm like, come on. Just like an Outlast 1. Look for the the devil daddy. They're looking for the devil daddy for sure. Um, But yeah, it's just like an Outlast 1. You hide in a locker and then you just hear the guy going through every locker. And you're like, you just got to fucking find me. And that's if I was a fucking psycho killer, I'd do the exact same thing. I go in a room and be like, I'm checking every fucking door in here. So if you're hiding in here, you better come out right now. No? Okay. There you are. Uh. That's what they do. So I guess the AI is smart, but it's just like as a gameplay thing, kind of lame. Um, But yeah, so it's it's very similar to the first one in that sense, gameplay-wise. But the setting's completely different. The story's different. I did not beat Outlast 2. I beat 1. I know that the end of Outlast 1 gets really paranormal and is actually kind of neat. I like the story of Outlast. I just didn't like the gameplay. Um, But yeah, so this one feels so different than the first one. I think it's really bold, and it feels like a sequel. It feels bigger. It feels better in a lot of ways. The story feels more ambitious. Um, But I, I get hung up on... The lack of gameplay, in my opinion, it reminds me a lot of um, everyone's gone to the Rapture or like uh, Dear Esther or any of those walking narrative games, but that this time it's trying to scare you while you're doing that. And every once in a while, pretending that there's choices to be made and how you get chased, um, 
which you know in these kind of games are really just running a circle i don't know it could be like a a big circle running around many buildings or a small circle running around a table until i evade the enemy and then i move on with my life and that's what i did in outlast one i did it in outlast two um but this time around, this game, I looked it up, it's like 10 hours long. It's like a 10-hour long game, which is short for a game. But for a game like this, that's pretty fucking long, especially when you're just doing a lot of walking and looking behind you and walking and looking behind you and hiding under bed and looking behind you and walking. Um, I played about two, three hours into it, and I was like, eh, I, I got it. I got it. I got Death Stranding to play. Um, so I didn't beat it. Um, but I would like to finish it at some point because I'd like to know. The story is really creepy and dark and like way more intense than I remember the first game story being. I mean, the whole time you're like, your wife is, there's, you got all these people, this cult saying that she's got the fucking, Double the baby. devil's fucking baby in her. And she's just like, something happened to her while she's kidnapped. And I'm like, this is really dark. This is creepy shit. Um, makes you feel icky when you're playing it. Um, and then you got this other group of people trying to get that baby. Cause they seem to be working for the fucking devil or something. It's, it's, their, really interesting. it's their deity. They yeah. believe. Yeah. yeah. It's really creepy. So you got these two opposing sides, which I think is a really neat idea, especially in a horror game. Cause normally there's just the bad guy and that's it. But you got two different sides going like, we need to kill you. No, we need to keep you around. And the other people are like, you're not important. I mean, you, you're devil daddy, but we're going to kill you anyway. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of really cool set pieces. That's one thing I think this game does really well is there's a lot of ambitious set pieces and they're not afraid to do what they what they think of. They're like, oh, it'd be cool if this thing happened and they do it. You don't see that with a lot of indie developers. That's one thing that makes Outlast and Outlast 2 stand out when it comes to horror games. And I really love that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, altogether, I didn't beat it out of lack of interest with the gameplay. But I think it's really weird. I like everything about Outlast and Outlast 2. And I know I'm only talking about Outlast 2 here, but it's really what this company does. Um, I love everything about these games, except for I don't like playing them. And one of the biggest reasons I don't like playing them, and I already kind of talked about it a bit, but um, I, I literally called uh, um, Outlast 1 Condemned, but you can't fight back. There's a game back in the day called Condemned, uh, Criminal Origins or something like that. And I believe it was made by the same guys who made Fear. And it's this uh, detective game. Where the horror is, there's like these like fucking like crackheads and criminals and shit. They're gonna attack you, and they had really smart like AI. They'd like peek around corners and try and flank you and throw bricks at you and stuff. And you could like pick up pipes and hit them and shit. It had a really cool combat system. And I don't necessarily want this game to have that, but this game reminds me a lot of Condemned in the way it looks and plays. And um, I think it'd be neat if there's some situations where you could try and defend yourself against at least humanoid characters. You could throw chairs and tables and stuff. Something, like even when you're running and you're looking back, it'd be cool if you could throw stuff at people to slow them down, stuff like that. Give you something yeah. to do. Because I get really bored. Since I'm not getting scared from this game, I get really bored in these situations I'm expected to just run. Because I know this is all that's going to happen here. I, I like the story and the, the, the visuals of the game. But the gameplay, like, you know, there's just nothing for me to do there. And the scares aren't enough for me because I do feel like I'm just, you pay, you get your ticket and you go through the fucking ride. And then if you, well, that's a bad analogy just because one reason I hate fucking jump scares and, and games that rely so hard on jump scares is because they're, they're cheap. They're cheap thrills. The reason they're cheap thrills is because they happen once and it's been done. Now, you know, it's going to happen. It's not going to be scary again unless you're not paying attention. If you build an atmosphere or randomly generated or something. Sure, but that's yeah. like that doesn't happen. Right. So like you know, if you have something a little more dynamic or an atmosphere that's just unwelcoming, something you don't like being in, and something can happen at any time, like when you're playing Resident Evil 2 remake, 
the zombies are just wandering around. And if you play the situation differently, that guy might have wandered off into a dark corner. You don't know where the fuck he's at now. Like, so now you're going to creep there. Like, where'd he go? That shit's scary. Because you don't, you, when you replay, you're not going to have that exact same experience. Um, or even Silent Hill. Silent Hill had a whole atmosphere. And this is old, old ass game. But um, that was just like, you can't see that far ahead of you. You got that fucking uh, radio that makes noise when you're getting close to stuff. Sometimes you might see something. Sometimes you might not. But you're always on edge because you're like, I don't know where the fuck shit at, is at. I'm just trying to find my goddamn daughter. Um, and, you know, that, that kind of stuff is, is way more scary to me than like, the, the dark game where you walk down the hallway and shit's going to pop out at you. It's cool when it happens, but when you're done with it, it's, it's, it's over. And that, that kind of sucks. So I'd like to see a game like this, you know, add some kind of way of adding more gameplay to it. Maybe they'll do it with Atlas three, which I would absolutely buy and play. Um, and, uh, and add some more dynamic horror to the game. Although I do appreciate also that like some of the NPC characters you run into, they're all like, yeah, I don't want to get near you. Some of them will just be like, get out of here. Go, get, shoo. And then other ones will go, and just stab you and kill you. Or they'll start screaming, <laughs> he's over here. And then some guys show up. Or And th- that is the dynamic aspect. But I think it's more funny. I like laugh when this shit happens. Uh, there's also a time, too, where I was running and I got near a guy. And he fucking grabbed me, pulled me to the ground. And as he's pulling me to the ground, a second guy showed up in the animation and grabbed me. They both held me down. They fucking start, they stabbed me like right through the face. And I was like, that was pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I think they put more work into things being dynamic when it came to those characters. But uh, everything else, the big sickle chick who's fucking creepy as hell, um, didn't didn't do much for me. Outside of I look at her, I'm like, ugh. But, you know, every time you run indoors, same thing. Evader. Okay. Yeah. I'll run in circles until she stops. So, yeah, overall, like like everything about it, I just don't like playing it, which sucks to say. So, uh, Chevy. I'll say I'm probably going to have a very similar outlook because I also don't like playing it and I haven't played it. Um, <laughs> from, from what I've gathered from, from watching the gameplay, um, it is a very good looking game. It is, uh, the it is good looking. Yeah. Is, is done, I think, very well. The, um, you know, the, the imagery uh, in general is, is gross, but it's supposed to be. And I appreciate that because some people are afraid to kind of go that far. There's some scenes in there where I was a little surprised to see it in a game. Um, the you know the sound effects, music, all that stuff. I mean, everything about it seems like it was very well made. Um, even the story, the little bit I got to, to see, uh, seemed interesting enough. Though in these type of games, it's told in, in sections, so you have to kind of get to story piece by story piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's a game I can't play, so that makes it really difficult for me to like have too much appreciation for it but i could sit down and watch it play through because there's enough interest there for me to to see more of the story i did like there uh towards the beginning where like your wife's like freaking out and like pulled, like we gotta get out of here we gotta get out of here and you're trying to talk to her she's like not now not now we just gotta leave mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is this is a neat little like cinematic moment you know? the voice acting is done really yeah. well too like yeah. every character had really good voice acting well and then it's a really good way to introduce the two different cults too mm-hmm. that, that come up in that that scene and um, so, I mean, I, I had a lot of uh, appreciation for what they've done there, but watching your gameplay, you know, to reemphasize that again, I did notice that you don't do anything, but occasionally like open Especially a door, you occasionally open a door <laughs> or pull a switch or something like that. And you're just moving and hiding the whole time. Um, and I can't imagine too many games where I would play that and be like, Oh, I'm having fun. Like, 
I think if you're if you're playing it, you're capable of playing it, but the game also freaks you out. It's probably more fun because you're probably more in your mind going like, I need to hide here. I need to be cautious around this corner. Right. Oh, I see someone. I'm going to get in this barrel and make sure. Instead I'm... of brute forcing it the way. <laughs> Whereas you me, can. I like yeah. I know what the NPCs are going to do right. and how they act. So I'm just like, okay, fucking come after him. It's going to outrun you. Like, oh, sure. man, I'm getting tired. I'm going to sit still for a second. So if I need to outrun someone, I have a full fucking battery of energy yeah. running. So I'm a Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah, and I, I mean, obviously, you know, my... Uh, opinion is going to be a lot shorter just because I didn't I didn't have the personal experience in it. So, um, just to emphasize, I I appreciate all that I saw about it, but it didn't look like it was fun to play, and it's not something I can play, which kind of puts it way low for me. In that yeah, regard, so. as someone who who did play the game and would play a game like this, typically I would, and this is a rare thing for me to say, I'd rather watch this game as a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then play it, um, just it, because it presents it itself as such almost. So. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. It's like it's 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 so close to like a game like everyone's gone to the rapture where you're just walking and a story's happening. Mm-hmm. Outside of it, it's going boo 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 for sure. Hide boo. But yeah, and that's pretty much all I have to say about it. I like I I don't have any stories or anything. So I mean, it's good looking. The sounds good and uh, unplayable for me. <laughs> so. And almost unplayable for me, yeah. which is the same thing. I same problem, man. Just just every once in a while, let me grab like a two by four, and when I swing in, it breaks, and I have to get rid of it. So like you rarely find them. But every once in a while, it's that one moment where boom, you get to hit a guy and run. And yeah. I I think I would enjoy it just a little bit more. Oh, you know what? Too a screwdriver, fucking. Ugh, say go, one time they grab you. Going off of that though, if it did kind of like follow, like how you would expect like a person to be, like maybe you turn around and look behind you, but then like. You know, throws your balance off. You start stumbling or tripping or something like that mm. when you do that. Or, yeah, throwing things behind you to slow them down. People would do, like, whatever they could, you know, to kind of... Uh, you don't need a gun. You don't need a, a knife or something like that in the game. But, <gasps> but you know, being able to just throw objects behind you, perhaps, like, fumble through it. Like, maybe if you had a tension meter and you went to, like, pick up a chair and you're, like, your character's so freaked out. He was, like, just fumbling even doing that. I mean, that would add tension to the game, so... Add a system where terrain has three colors, green, yellow, and red. Oh, and Jesus. those different terrains will make you trip, lose balance, or maybe even fall and fucking crash. And then you can hit a button and scan the, the terrain as you're carrying packages. I get where they're coming from with like the not being able to interact like with the enemies, like the, the sense of helplessness that they're trying to convey. But it seems like it's gone overboard because you literally cannot interact with hardly anything. And I say even a, even a helpless person would would attempt in some well, way to fight back. So this yeah. that's that's the thing is like they're going for you're an average person. You don't have military training, all that shit, which other games have tried. Um, I forgot what game it was, but um, well, Silent Hill. Silent Hill did it. You're a normal guy with a gun, so your aim's not the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so other people have done it and done it better. And so I get that idea that you're just an average person. You're not like some badass or whatever. But they're they're really throwing out if, – if they're going for realism and they want to go for you're someone who's helpless, one thing that people do in situations uh, that are life-threatening is they'll freeze up. So if they want to go realistic, your character's going to go, I don't know what to do. And then someone's going to kill them, and they're just going to be a victim, and that would be the game. Um mm-hmm. Or, you know, that's the opposite of what they the, that they think, you know, they're they're trying to be away from is the guy with the fucking gun who's ready to fight and shit. But people don't – well, not people. I'm not going to talk generally like that. But the, the thing that they're missing is people in situations like this act irrationally. Yeah. People in situations where they think they're going to die go fucking nuts. They do crazy shit. 
Um, so if they want to get real realistic, your person start fucking freaking out and screaming and clawing at people and like fucking kicking everywhere and like some really crazy brutal shit that I'm really not trying to make a joke about. But like people do really fucking insane things when they're in danger. So like this narrative of like, oh, you're just a helpless person. I get where they're coming from. Um, at least add some some nuance to that uh, a bit sure. because it really just seems like an excuse to go. We don't have to make a whole lot of gameplay in this regard, but I don't think that's the case either because they put a lot of work into this fucking game. So yeah, um, it, it doesn't feel lazy. I think it's just their philosophy of what is scary to them for sure. Um, but I would, I, I still think you can have all the same scares, everything. If like every once in a while you got to pick up something and swing it or throw it or whatever. and not beat the fuck yeah. out of people, but just stop yeah. them from getting you. You don't in even one have moment. to be able to kill them. Just slow. Them That's down. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah. some guy goes to attack you and you now have, you picked up an item that allows you to just as a gameplay mechanic, get away from them. So they Make grab you and hit the button. Think twice boom. about chasing you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the knife oh, in oh, last oh, of fuck. us. All right. so. Yeah. The shiv. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's just so. something like that. Mm-hmm. And that would give you an extra thing to do in gameplay. Mm-hmm. So it mix it up for sure. Yeah. So if they do, and if they make a third one and they hear that kind of feedback, I don't want them to feel pressured where they got to make it actiony either, but just like just meet me halfway. Just find some kind of, just give well, me if, an extra thing to do. If they got their diehard audience and they just want to keep doing the way they're doing, I'm good for them. People too, like so. Outlast. For though. sure. They really loved Outlast 1, and I see all the reasons why they love it. Yeah, and, and one thing I love don't about alienate those guys. One thing I really yeah. fucking love about the guys, uh, girls, whoever, who make Outlast 1 and 2 is they don't pull any punches. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nudity, there's sexual stuff. There's gore. Yeah, like, they really want you to feel uneasy about this game, and uh, that takes some fucking balls. Well, and that's what I was saying earlier when the, when the imagery is uh, surprising at times. So, um, Yeah, there's straight up some really fucking yeah. weird graphic shit in Outlast 1 that I was like, they put that in this? For sure. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, and in, in this one, right at the very beginning, you see the, the naked, skinned man hanging from a cross, I believe. And I yeah. was just shocked. I was like, okay, okay, there's some gore. I was like, Oh, there's a lot of gore. Oh, that's genitals. I can I can tell where his genitals are. Yeah, when yeah. I played the first one, there's these two dudes who are like they look like twins, but there's these big buff guys. They don't wear wear clothes. Their dicks were out. They're just wandering around, and it made you feel like you're in a psych ward, like this weird asylum because like there's just naked people. And props on them for not being scared to do that kind of shit. They yeah, were doing that before. Sure. A lot of people were doing. shit. Well, that's like that. I'm just saying that that's a that, I have to give them a plus yeah, for that. Actually, that's so. that's one thing like. Like I said, my appreciation for these games is up there, man. I really understand why people like it. It's just like we've already talked about quite a bit now at this point. The gameplay, man. I just sure. I, I wish there's a couple extra things. One thing too, though, I like is as as a camera nerd, um, being able to use a camera as a mechanic. I think is most of the time unneeded. But once in a while, when I pull it up, I'm like, ah, oh, this is kind of neat using night vision. They they did the same thing in Blair Witch, which is a fucking garbage ass piece of shit game. But um, that, <laughs> full playthrough on the channel. Yeah, full playthrough on the channel. You can watch me play that and never play it again. Um, but uh, they, they tried to do something similar, and they failed. Um, but in this, they do it, and it's, and it's neat, and it makes sense, River. But it's funny, too, just being a dork about it. I was, like, watching when you're using it. And um, when you're when you're uh, zoomed out all the way, it's at F2.8. And then when you zoom in, it goes up to, like, the, to like an F.8 stop or whatever. I was like, why they even? They didn't have to put that in there. Yeah, it's showing me the aperture of my fucking of my camera as I zoom in. And I was like, they got some camera dorks in that in that dev <laughs> team who's just like, make it accurate. That's a camera he's holding. So I was just looking. I was like, oh, it's funny. Yeah. So we talked about that way more than I thought we would. Anything else you guys want to say on it before we jump into recommendations? Not really. 
All right, let's jump into recommendations. I'm going to make this easy for everybody. If you like horror games, definitely play it. Um, oh, if you particularly like, uh, well, if you played Outlast, definitely play it as well. You'll definitely like this, and you probably already played it. But if you like any horror games, I think this is definitely a must to try. You might not agree with me on the gameplay aspect of it. though. The scares are there if you like jump scares. The atmosphere is there. The story is really cool. I don't know the whole thing, but from what I've seen, I, I am absolutely intrigued because it is pretty bold. Um, shit. If you like adventure games, like you mentioned earlier, like Dear Esther and stuff like that, uh, but you're and okay walking, with horror. Walking yeah. narrative games. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it is a walking narrative game. So If you like horror movies, yeah, this is pretty much a horror movie, except for you're pressing forward on the controller. And, if you, and, you know, alongside that, obviously, if you like the, the dark imagery, um, the game's whole of it. I feel like uh, stuff that has to do with the devil and hell. Yeah. Anything to add to that, Chris? I'm drawing blanks on this because it's pretty much, it is a horror game. Like, I feel like nudity. Yeah. I feel like nudity. This game was made for you. Well, yeah, sure. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this game's about, right? You like, you like nudity? That's what this game was made for. If you're tired of games that make you feel like a super god and you want to feel like a worthless peon worm. Oh, sure. If you're the CEO of a, of a billion dollar corporation, every once in a while you like someone to just show you what's up and I, tie you down and do some weird shit I, to you and you feel powerless, <laughs> this game's meant for you. I would say I actually do hate when I feel overly powerful in games. So. Yeah. Quantum Break. I, didn't play I was one. playing that game. And I was like, this is a fun game to play, but I'm literally god. Everybody <laughs> shoots at me. It's like stop time big problem i have with a lot of anime too i'm like you're god oh you too yeah. me too that's why i stopped <laughs> that's why i got out of the fucking game uh, there's a lot of good ones I used to be into that shit a lot of them are definitely trying to like my character is invincible i'm like yeah, okay <laughs> oh look he's so weak wait he just got awoken now he's the most powerful ever no one can scratch him yeah drives yeah. me crazy anyways yeah horror game imagery adventure game i thought it'd have a lot more say on it but this game's not for certain people it's- if you don't like horror games, you're not going to like this game. If you don't like dark games, you're not going to like this game. If you want to play a game where you're like jumping around, shooting people and shit, or like, you know, fighting people with weapons or platforming or racing or whatever the fuck, it's this. Not for you're not, you. You're not getting yeah. this. This is literally just a straight up horror game made to be scary. And that's exactly what they do. Yeah. Great. Anything else? No. I'm going to grade it a B, a strong B. I'm going pretty high. Uh, I was going to give it a little bit lower, but I think they do everything really well in this game. I just don't enjoy playing it. But outside of that, uh, it looks great. It sounds great. The voice acting's good. The story's good. The lighting's good. The scares can be good, just not for me. But like every once in a while, I'm like, that was pretty creative. That's pretty cool. I like that. Um, and uh, the overall philosophy of the game is pretty cool. I like the idea of uh, you... Being helpless and trying to hide and evade stuff, they just could nail it a little better with the gameplay, make it a little more interesting. I don't know how to do that because I'm not a game dev, but um, you know, I gave some ideas out there. And uh, yeah, B. I think it's I think it's definitely better than a lot of the indie horror games that have come out. I think it's one of the best, and I think it's way better than Blair Witch, which uh, I would give an F. So I wanted to give this game a C plus. Um, but after having a discussion and realizing how much quality is in the game, minus the aspects that we've mentioned multiple times at this point, um, I'm going to give it a B minus. I think it deserves at least that. So, yeah, I think it just excels a little over a lot of other horror games. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. room for improvement. Mm. Chris. Uh, I'm also going to give it a B plus, but it's carried very heavily by the atmosphere that the game creates. Who gave it a B plus? (laughs) 
What? Who gave it a B plus? I mean a B minus. I'm just <laughs> delirious. Excuse me. That's fine. I was like, wait, did I say B plus? <laughs> B minus. I'm not B-. giving it a B plus. Um, the the atmosphere the game creates really carries heavily the lack of super interactive gameplay. Yeah. All right, so two B minuses and a B. Um, fitting considering I probably played this a little bit more, so I was able to. Well, I mean, you watched it, but yeah. All right, uh, let us know in the comments what did you guys think of Outlast Two. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you not play it? Uh, do you want to play it? Are you never gonna touch this shit? Did you play Outlast One? How do you think it compares? What do you think they could add to Outlast Two to make it better? And uh, yeah, let me know your general thoughts on Outlast Two and what you would grade it in the comments below. The second game we played this month is um, Neo which is a Souls-like third-person action game uh, based in Japan. Uh, So you got a lot of samurai and ninja aesthetic, which is always welcome. Um, You have multiple weapons in this game. You go from level to level fighting enemies that are designed to be challenging and want to kill you very much like Dark Souls. And there is, uh, you know, bonfire-like checkpoints like Dark Souls. It's it's a Soulsborne-style game. There's there's Kodamas, which are fucking mm-hmm. sick as fuck. I love them. Um, as soon as I loaded in the game and I looked over at them, they're all just like fucking partying and dancing at the house. And shit. I was like, all right. Yeah, I forgot about this shit. It's been a while. Um, and yeah, you fight stuff. There's multiple stances per each weapon that have uh, different attack moves. Uh, customizable combos. Uh different armors, uh, loot that drops, which is cool, randomized, Mm -hmm. um, leveling, multiplayer, that's easy to do, and uh, yeah, that's that's Neo. There's a second one coming out soon. We all played it. Yeah. And uh, I'll have Sherry start this time. All right, well, what's another game this month that is not my cup of tea usually. Um, As much as I appreciate most of the Soulsborne style games. So good. I can't play them. but um, I do want to give Neo some credit because uh, once I stopped looking at it as a Soulsborne game and I looked at it as a multiplayer looting game, <laughs> I was able to enjoy myself. Yep. So, um, honestly, I, I love the aesthetic. I And it's going to be no surprise for anyone who's been here a while, but like all you have to do is throw samurais in a game and I'm fucking sold. So. Um, Shout out to Ghost of Tsushima. Can't wait to play it. Yeah, that looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I say my main in 14 is a samurai. I, I, I love samurais. So uh, being able to be one, uh, fighting Oni and collecting Kodamas is just a very interesting situation to be able to Quick be in. Quick recommendation. So. If you like Japanese stuff a lot and you like just Japanese shit a lot and samurais and all stuff, you should play this game. Yeah. It's just, it, it, that's all it is. Yeah. It's just cool ass Japanese stuff. Um. Yeah, and the combat is is really interesting. It's not like Dark Souls in the regard where like it's overly like super intentional. It's more because it is a um, this is Team Ninja, right? Yeah, it's a Team Ninja yeah. game. It's more like actiony. So you have this it's, more it's Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, meets Dark Souls. Yeah, and you yeah. kind of brought it up earlier. It has combo system. I didn't get to delve into that too much, mm-hmm. um, but you do get to unlock moves to uh, get better at certain types of weapons. You also get affinity towards those weapons. So you become better with them and stuff like that. So it has really cool systems in that regard. Um, But the big selling point for me was that the multiplayer was really easy and there is loot to be had. So even if you don't want that challenge, you can just kind of go through slaughter things and collect loot, um, which I could do all day mindlessly. So 
Uh, this game also, because you unlock skills and stuff, if you grind enough, the game will become easier, for like sure. any RPG. Yeah. Um, and obviously the levels go on, I'm assuming definitely, because you were over 100 when we played together. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm 100 something. Yeah, so and I so I assume it, it probably goes like 999 or something like that. Yeah. Um, which if you're really into the game, will have a lot of playtime for you. Um, but I think Dark Souls does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the only the only complaint I have is the menu system is a little confusing in multiplayer at first until you kind of learn where things are. Um, they could streamline that a lot, I think, and hopefully they do in the second game. Um, but other than that, like just picking a mission and even like being able to, I think you can make them harder to get better rewards and stuff like that too. Yeah, for sure. It has a really good system to, to play with people. Um, I would be cool if they would make a harder version and allow you to have more than two people multiplayer. But um, other than that, uh, I think they have a really good foundation for something that isn't really done heavily in the genre. You can do multiplayer in Souls games, but it's usually more of a chore. Um, and you drop out after a mission and this, you just, you play together and it kind of does a, a countdown timer till the next mission starts. So you have time to do your prep, sell your stuff, blah, blah, whatever, mm. ready up, go. And you just keep playing. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it for that, that aspect though. Um, I could never play this game by myself. I would need someone to be like, I'm playing and then I'd be, Oh cool. Yeah. I'll play with you. But yeah, I won't play this by myself at all. So it's just funny cause this game's not even like Dark Souls in the sense of it. I mean, I don't think Dark Souls is scary either, but there is things that like pop out every once in a while. Um, this game's like really bright. And it's, almost it's the stress looking. aspect for me. I yeah. don't like the fact that you die, you lose all your shit, you die again, it's actually gone. Yeah, I, that, yeah. I hate that. So Yeah, I mean, that's the defining factor of these kind of games. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, anything else you want to add to that? No, I'll, I'll hop in if something sparks. So what you guys yeah. are talking about. So. Um, like I said before, I, I bought and played this when it came out and played the shit out of it. I did a review. It's one of the only reviews we have on the channel. There's like 10 of them. But as one of the games I played, I was like, I got to review this. And um, I think I gave it an A- minus in that review. So uh gave it pretty high praise. Um, and uh, playing it again. First off, hopping back into it, I, I haven't played it in a while. So like I hopped in and I was like looking around. I was like, I don't remember where I am. And then I walked ahead a little bit. And all of a sudden there's a boss. And I was like... Ah, shit. And I'm just like <laughs> dodging around trying to remember how to play the game. I'm like, how do I switch stances? I'm like, I'm like trying to figure everything out. I'm fucking, I had him like half dead and then he killed me. I'm like, that's ah, fine. I just, I need to fucking know what I'm doing. And, uh, and so I, I went back and found the guy who puts you to the, or takes you to the, the world map. And I'm like, okay, now I know where, where I'm at, what I'm doing. And, uh, after, you know, a little bit of, of fucking remembering how to play the game, um, Pretty much everything I already know about this game is still very much my opinion. The game's fantastic. Um, I think out of any of the... When people are like, oh, this game's just copying that game, that's kind of how things are born. Uh, you know, Wolfenstein came out, and now we have first-person shooters. We can go to the origin of any genre and find the beginning one and where they all came from. And uh, you know, the only thing that Dark Souls did to define itself as a genre, essentially, is it took third-person action games made them more difficult, made death a gameplay mechanic, and gave you a checkpoint system and death uh, system where you lose shit and you can get it back. And Punishment. That's, well, yeah. gameplay to the punishment. Yeah. The game's not necessarily punishing you because any other game, you might just die and be done with it. Yes, yeah. it's like you can get it back, fight for right. it. Yeah. There's a whole system to death, and that's what makes Dark Souls different outside mm-hmm. of, obviously, it's aesthetic things and music and all that shit. Um, and after that, obviously, we got a bunch of games that, that followed uh, 
that system and some a lot closer lords of the fallen mm -hmm. than other games and i think neo is the absolute best example of a game that took certain systems of dark souls and went but we also have a pedigree in making games like this. We were doing it before Dark Souls. We made Ninja Gaiden. And when that game came up, we were like, this game's too hard. And they're like, oh, okay, we're going to make a harder version for you now. Um, <laughs> so Team Ninja is not new to this. And so when I play this game, this is a fast, high-octane, combo-heavy action game that has Dark Souls systems in it. And it's a really cool fucking mix. And it does not feel like Dark Souls, but it definitely pay, pays tribute to Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. And so... Neo's like, I really hold it in high regard because it is the first in that genre after Dark Souls to go, good idea, we're making our own game though. And it does it really fucking well. I think Neo's a fantastic game. I think it plays awesome. I think it looks awesome. Um, there was a game when I was playing it that I could not fucking put down, playing it again this month. Um, it, it, the exact same thing. Like it just all came back to me. I'm like, I forgot how much I fucking love this game. Playing it this, this month too, I was like, I can't wait for Neo 2. I haven't been hyped on it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's going to be fine. That's, I'm going to like that's it. That's character customization too, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that's a yeah. plus. Neo 2 is something I'm scared of, though, because I like Neo so much that I, I hope it's as good or better. Because yeah. if it's worse, I'm right. going to be upset. Because they did such a good job. Obviously, mm -hmm. William is like a very whatever character. Um, I've been pretty whatever about the whole story, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, even in my fucking review, I was talking about how like, and I still obviously feel this way, but like um, the, the story is pretty meh. But at least they have like cutscenes and stuff to try and tell For you sure. the story. I mean, they yeah. they did try. I'm hoping Neo Two can just exceed in what Neo did because yeah. Neo, I think, is is a really good game that does everything great. But um, yeah, just make a better story. I think it's a prequel. They changed something in it though. I forgot what it was. There's the the Pokemon in this one that you collect. Um, All the spirits. Yeah, which I think is a really cool system. I loved collecting oh. them. You uh, absorb enemies' attacks. Like you absorb like. The Oni's like spirits yeah, yeah, to yeah, make yeah. like special attack combos, which kind of reminds anyway. me of that game folklore back in the day. Kind oh of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God, I wish you'd make another one of those. Fucking a, where's that at? Folklore was <laughs> dope as shit. That's such a cool idea. Um, all the idea of capturing these monsters and using them as your attacks, really cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I didn't get a chance to play multiplayer. Um, I'm glad you guys got to though. Um, and uh, you guys can talk about that a bit more or whatever. Uh, but yeah, the game's awesome. I love it. Um, I've played it so much, though, that when I came back, uh, I replayed a lot of the levels, kind of went through and kind of confirmed all my thoughts on it still. Um, but really, I'm just ready for Neo 2. Um, it's Borderlands 2 for you. Yeah, 100%. You played it. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I really liked Borderlands 3. So, you know, I, I probably will like Neo 2. But Neo 2 will be a first day buy for me. 100%. I really, really like Neo a lot. Um, in fact, playing it again just reaffirmed that it, it is as good as I tell people it is. Uh, you know, it's been a while. And I came back and I'm like, maybe it's, you know, maybe it hasn't aged very well. So I'm like, and I start playing. I'm like, fuck no, dude, this game's still awesome. This game's sick as, sh as shit. I can't wait for fucking two. Like, I need more of this. So, kind of off, off topic. Is Code Vein multiplayer? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Because I think I think I was talking with someone about that, and I was like, "You have an NPC player with you, and you can't have two people. Why couldn't you just replace them or have them at least play that?" Yeah. Let's on the comments if you know the answer to that. We can look it up as well. But if you're watching this right now, and you're like, "I know the fucking answer," just put it in the comment. Yeah. No, I'm curious. You should know this. Um, a lot of games, man. Code Vein, yeah. <laughs> Code Vein, I played at E3, and it was literally what I thought it'd be. Not good or bad. Just like, okay, that's exact. It's it's I've seen Dark Souls. Positive stuff online about it. So yeah. 
It's just uh, no I've one's played. screaming about it. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just all those games at this point. You know, unless you're doing something different, like vastly different. Uh, there's other games out that I'm gonna play first. Yeah, the only thing I saw was like it's I guess the character creators like really good, but it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Sorry, just, went off tangent. I, yeah. I popped in my head when we were talking about the multiplayer aspect. I was like, does that one have multiplayer? So. Yeah. I mean, it's just exactly what you think it's going to be, though. Yeah. So if that sounds cool in your head, you're like, oh, I think it's going to be this. And that sounds cool by it because that's what it is. Well, I mean, it's a Souls game, so I probably won't. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's anime, though. It's it's bright as fuck. It's just it looks like an anime. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, Neo's awesome. Love everything about it. And uh, yeah, Chris, Chris, what are your thoughts, Chris? This is a game I absolutely adore. It's completely up my alley. My first character has like 90 hours on it. Um, I decided to, for this playthrough, make a new character, start fresh, go a completely different route. Because my first character was a heavy ninjutsu and uh, used a kasuragami throughout most of the gameplay. This time I went more of like an onmyo, like magic caster build, um, and used a katana, which is, it's, it's really fun that just there's so many different ways you can play this. And just even like, one weapon has like all the different play styles you can enjoy. There's low stance, which is for faster, more dodging. There's mid stance, which is, you know, pretty even attack speed, but it's really focused on like parries and blocking. And there's high stance, which is just like brute force. Like, I want to kill you now, Mm -hmm. but you know, slow animations. And it's great because all weapons have those stances and can adjust to any kind of play style that you enjoy. On that Um, note, what, uh, what weapon is your favorite? Both of you. Katana. I guess so far katana because it's so well rounded, but I want to try all the DLC weapons. My favorite is the I don't know what they called in that I forgot, but the pole arm, the sphere, the sphere. Yeah. yeah, that shit's my yeah. favorite. I tried I fucking, it. I just run and go with that shit. Run through fucking, <laughs> fucking murdering shit. Yeah, I have one on my back. It's my secondary weapon. So that's the um, way to go. I do like the musket though. <laughs> yeah, the hand cannon's fun, but it's super slow. But like when we were playing multiplayer. Crispy fighting, all of a sudden this little flame arrow would come flying. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> when you said Chris, crispy fighting, I thought you said crispy. I was like, I don't know what that is. Crispy fighting. I was like, that sounds good. That sounds like a good thing. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of interesting that you can have four weapons on you, though, in that game. Cause, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah would, cause it's a fucking fast paced action game. Yeah, I would just shoot people in the head and stun them while Chris was fighting them. All of a sudden, he'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, there's also like an interest. It's an interesting take on historical events of Japan. It takes place in the 1600s. He plays this guy named William, who in the game is Irish, but historically was an Englishman. Um, and it's set right after Nobunaga Oda dies in Hanoji Temple, and it takes the events all that lead up to the Battle of Sekigahara between. Iyasu Tokugawa and Mitsunari Ishida. <laughs> I've played a lot of these types of games before, if you can't tell. Mm. But it's a really interesting, like, more fantasy heavy, uh, spiritual based gameplay. I mean, it's, it's um, par- story yeah, there's, there's spirits and shit, so it's definitely mm-hmm. not accurate. Yeah. It, it's fun, though. It's mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Just. So many different ways to play. Like Dark Souls, you can have like, you know, the different weapon types. You can have like swords, but all like the one handed swords play really similar. They might mm-hmm. have some have special moves, but in this one, like 
just because of all the different stances and the way you can customize how the moves work. It's just so much variety. There's there's so many different ways to play this game. It's great. Yeah, I mean that's that's one thing I love about it too. Is just the the you know it's not a shitload of weapons, but the, there's a lot of weapons within that type, and then there's the different stances and stuff which you do. Uh, the game definitely wants you to be switching stances as you're fighting. Um, I've watched some people who just don't do it, and that's fine. You don't have to, but you get to a point where you start getting comfortable and start going like, I'm gonna go from this stance to this stance once I've done this and that, and um, that's why I always emphasize that that. Like in Dark Souls, Dark Souls is about essentially surviving encounters. And eventually you feel badass when you just take people down easily. But the gameplay is still uh, block, dodge, roll, um, strike when you can, stuff like that. And you're conquering mm-hmm. your, your, this battle that you're fighting. You're fighting a fucking monster. And this is something that no one should be able to do, but you did it and you killed him. Whereas in Neo, you're just like having this fast-paced, badass fight where people are swinging and fucking dodging and shit. And you're doing the same thing. Like when I was playing... This month, fuck, I ran a room and some ninjas showed up. And as soon as they showed up, they're just like running at me. And I'm like dodging and swinging. They're fucking like backflipping and shit. And I'm swinging at them and shit. And I was like, yeah, this is this is this is fucking Team Ninja, man. Like well, this is not you this get, is not a Dark Souls. Well, game. And you get a lot of that too when you go to the I can't remember the Revenants is that what they are with the red spots on the ground where people yeah, yeah, have died. Yeah, yeah. And you could which I think is a really cool system. It is. It's actually where I got all my best gear so far. It's a great way to grind for gear. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Chris would just run up and spawn them, and then we would just like. It, and they're surprisingly good at being able to even fight two people sometimes. Cause we, I try to flank them, and they'd literally go block, turn up, block, 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 block. I was like, Jesus Christ, just take a hit. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys make fighting games. Yeah. So. so, and even though I was like much higher level than Chevy, I never felt like completely overpowered. Like enemies still took. I think the game has a, a scaling decent, system. I would yeah, hope, a decent so, amount yeah. of combat to to take them down. It's like they scaled to whoever was attacking them. It was really interesting because he he couldn't just melt them. Oh, hmm. yeah. So I know that. um, Yeah, he's telling me about you guys playing, and it sounded like you were just like sitting back and then murdering shit for him if you needed it. But and I was like, that's kind of lame. Definitely more comfortable with the combat system. Sure, sure, yeah. (laughs) But it's good. It's good to hear that that the enemies weren't just like if you're playing an MMO and he's just like. No, he just would know like a boss was coming up, and I I could tell he was like, "You got to try it before I, you know, because he already knows it." You know, he's like, "Hey, go fight that real quick." I'm like, "I don't (laughs) want (laughs) to. I don't (laughs) want to. Go, 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 get it. Come on." (laughs) Hell yeah! I don't know. It's a. It's got a lot of neat things. I just wish I I had a a bigger interest in playing it myself. So it's really good. But if you guys ever want to play multiplayer, just let me know because I would I would hop. Does only have the two? I I'm pretty sure I'm not. I it's can't. not Dark Souls. You can have fucking all sorts of weird numbers. Yeah, people. but that also includes like you can have like two people on your team and like one to two people can invade you at the same time and it, it gets weird. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Anything else, you guys? Want to say on it? Uh, it does have a PvP mode. It does. Yeah. For yeah. those people looking for those encounters. Yeah, it's just I separate, never, I believe. I never did it myself, but yeah, it's it's yeah, a separate thing. It's, they don't invade you. Which I prefer. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I think the aspect of Dark Souls having invasions is a neat idea, 100%. but I wish there were servers for that um, no. because it does get annoying, especially sometimes it seems like it's happening a lot. And I'm like, I'm just trying to play this fucking game. There are game, areas dude. that they intentionally like ramp that up. Yeah. In Dark Souls. Yeah. And I'm just like, God, come on, dude. I just want to fucking. I, and sometimes I kill them. Sometimes they kill me. And I'm just like, 
I'm not having fun either way, dude. I just want to fucking progress in this game that's already challenging. And then I got some asshole fucking showing up who's just trying to troll me, essentially. Like, hey, I'm going to affect who lives in the game and that's the only enjoyment they find. A bunch in of people do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't yeah. fucking every every person. If you like doing that, it, there should just be a place to do that. For you guys. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and if you like the idea of getting invaded, go play there. Let me play over here where I can just fucking play the game and not have to worry about <laughs> some guy who intentionally is fucking trying to find people like me. To try and fucking stop me from enjoying the game. Yeah. Sniping you from across the room and throwing those orbs and go, very good. <laughs> Hello. Hate those things. I I am not familiar and I hate hate them too. <laughs> that sounds awful. It's the, it's the only way you can reliably communicate in game. They're just like these little rocks that you throw on the ground that just have like weird pre-recorded messages. Why do I not know about that? It's like, I'm sorry. Very good. <laughs> like, this is really weird. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into recommendations. Okay. Unless there's more you guys want to talk about? No. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say if you like third-person action games in general, I'm not just going to go the Dark Souls route. But if you have played Dark Souls or Dark Souls-like games, um, if you like this kind of games and you didn't play Neo for some reason, this is the best one. So you should play it. Uh, but if you like third-person action games in general, I think you should play it. If you're worried about Dark Souls-type games, play it anyway, because I think it is more a Ninja Gaiden-style game than it is a Dark Souls game. I think it definitely is inspired by Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. They saw Dark Souls and went, those are some cool ideas. We've also made games like that before. We're going to make another game like ours, but take some of your ideas. And I think that's what Neo is. Um if you like Japanese stuff, uh, if you like anime, if you like uh, samurai stuff, ninja stuff, uh Oni, the H- idea of that. History stuff. Any any of that yeah. stuff. This is a very Japanese game and it's really cool. It's just so like it's it's not light on it at all. It's just heavy Japanese stuff. It's really fucking cool. Uh if you're into that kind of thing. For the aesthetic alone, I think it's worth playing if you're into that kind of thing. Um if you're not into that, you're not gonna be at home in this game. Um unless you just really like William or something, I don't know. But uh there's not much to like there. Uh he's a very boring character. That's why I, I like the, at first I'm like, man, I don't really need like a fucking custom character but i was like william didn't matter really as a character so i guess i'll i'll it's better if i get to make my own yeah um and yeah uh if you like fighting games team ninja builds their action games a lot like they do their fighting games they're really fast paced there's a lot of like you know combos and counters and all sorts of shit so um if you're familiar with like doa or whatever and played those um they're every fight feels like a fight it's 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 cool um it's less about like that one move's gonna smash you and kill you. It's more like, oh fuck, this guy's. Except for it can. It can, yeah, for sure, it can. <laughs> but a lot of times, though, like, like it's just if you get pretty good at the game, it becomes, it feels more like a fight. You're fighting like a dude, and they're like hitting you, you hit them, and fucking you learn their move and block and shit, and hmm. it's just really fast paced stuff. I really like the, the the way the game feels. It's very unique in that, and when it comes to the genre, um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add? Loot. If you like, yeah, yeah. If you like, you know, Diablo esque games Which is or Borderlands like or whatever, um, for the sake of like grinding out some loot, game has it, um, and it does scale the level, so you can constantly be looking for something. Even if it has the same name, the stats can be different. So, yeah. um, that is kind of a big one for me. Uh, it half the time when me and Chris were playing, we we're literally just killing revenants, just 
getting me some gear. So. Which is something I didn't mention when I was talking about my impressions of the game, but that is one of the reasons why I played Neo so much when it came out um, is because there's a grinding factor to it mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. games like this don't have. It incentivizes it too in the multiplayer because like you're picking missions and modifiers and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, there's also like a challenge mode that has even better stuff. Um, and if you don't have like necessarily like, a friend to play with, there's these cups you can get that you get off of mostly revenants, but they're in the game as well. You just burn one at a at a shrine, and it'll invite people in your game to help you. So you entice them with a cup of juice, pretty much. You the want, Kodamas you do want it. it. You give it to the Kodamas. You're like, find me a friend. They're like, I would love to. Just, <laughs> those Kodamas are always partying. Dude. They're all down for the social hangouts. And oh yeah, well collectibles as well because Kodamas are hiding all over the place yep. too. And the yep. more of them you yep. have, you can get buffs. So if you're into that kind Which of is really stuff, cool. yeah. um, that's another gameplay mechanic. If it sounds interesting to you, this is probably a good game for you as well. There's the uh, game's sick. Just listen to us. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. dope. <laughs> Just play it. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. If you're looking for something with a lot of replay value, 100%. this has a ton of it because not only do you go back and do like side missions at the same levels. You start off in different areas. The enemies are different. The atmosphere is different. The layout is different yeah. every time you go back to a different mission. I don't think and we they have even harder missions called Twilight missions. So yep. there's so much replay value to this. God, and there's some missions too where you gotta fight like two of the hardest bosses in the game at once. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck you. Right. I hate that guy. It's like five him and his buddy. I'm like, I hated him too. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing I was going to bring up real quick that I, I think we all kind of forgot to mention is the 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 enemy types vary from like people to demons, um, and yeah. the demons do this weird uh, cloud thing on the ground that you can, if you leave it there, they're stronger, I believe. Yeah, and you can't regen or something like that, but you can dispel it and then Yo-kai increase run. your stamina. Yeah, there's regen, a lot of really so. cool systems to the game. That's yeah. why I really I really stress how different this game is. It's yeah. it's its own game, hundred percent. But yeah, just want to. I can't there. wait for Neo Two. Can't wait for it. I should probably just sit down and play the multiplayer through and just like try to beat the game at least. So. Should. It's it's an awesome game. It's really fun. It's, it's It was a game I was like grinding. I was like playing oh, missions over and over again. Fucking. You weren't playing anything else at the time. So. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. So. Um, any other recommendations? I feel yes, like Ninja definitely. Gaiden. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Team Ninja games. Team Ninja this is a Team Ninja yeah. game. It's definitely them. <laughs> um, and it's so nice because for a while there, they were just kind of gone. And so when this game came out, I was like... Road microtransactions off Dead or Alive 5 for a while. Yeah, which is stupid. Oof. But I guess it worked for them because when they came back, their games... I like DOA 6. I like fucking uh, Neo. I'm sure Neo 2 will be great. Where's mm-hmm. Ninja Guy in that? Um, that director is no longer there, so that could be part of it. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe. But yeah. Game's dope. Uh, let's jump into grades. Uh, I went first last time, right? Yeah, because yes. I gave it a straight up B. So yeah. we'll start with Chris mm-hmm. this time. Good timing. Good timing. What's going on right now? I'm going to give this game a solid A. I love it so much. I mean, I streamed it for nine hours every day for like four, five days a week for like two weeks. You should do that more often. I should, I should, yeah. and I will. Nine hours is a long stream. I do like a seven to nine hour one, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I'm not saying he should do nine hour streams all the time, but like he should, just like I should, be a little more active. It should that. be the Truman Show. Just keep your keep your stream going 24-7. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> Only if they're tipping, baby. <laughs> <laughs> tipping, baby. <laughs> baby stays uh, on for tips. This game is just so much up my alley with with the style of the game and the gameplay itself and 
just you know it's japan it's everything i love about japan i love the history of it the mm. weird fun spiritual aspects they add to it is great it's just such a fun amazing game with so much replay to me i just i want to play it over i want to play it right now yeah <laughs> i have the same urge talking about it. i'm like that's oh, a good game i'd like to play that right now so yeah solid a for me chevy um so the only we've said nothing but like these great things about this game obviously and so for me the only thing that is missing is like that hook right it's i need to drop how much he hates it no no i just <laughs> saved it for last i uh it's missing <laughs> that game. hook for me to want me to like get in there and just stay in the game and want to play it all the time so like i can't go in the a territory but i do have a lot of appreciation and i'm a sucker for the the very japanese nature of it obviously so i'm gonna go b plus i do think it's a great game um i want to I want to want to play it though. You know what I mean? Like, so um, I, think I just, can't give it an A. Just stick with it and, yeah. and uh, it, it'll eventually hook you. It's it's really good. The more you unlock in that game, the more interesting it gets. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games that, like, Japanese game, the more you play it, the more, more stuff you the get. The more yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's not about unlocking the new gun and getting to the next level and getting the new perk. It's about mechanics mm. as you go through. Mm-hmm. So, so B plus, yeah. A minus, or not A minus, A. A, yeah. Eyes revealed. I'm going with A minus still. That was my original <laughs> review score. I'm gonna stay with A minus. Uh, yeah, I would invite you guys to watch that review as well. It came out a while ago, but um, I listened to it and I pretty much agree with everything I said then. Still, um, everything about this game is stellar, awesome, fantastic. I love it. It's really fun to play. It's really fun to grind in and get loot. Um, looks great. There's a shitload of content. It's not a small game. Um, it's just it's just a really fucking good game. The reason I go A minus and A minus is high. The reason I go A minus is because the story could be better. That's 100%. it. If the story was awesome, I would probably give it an A plus. I think this game is fucking awesome in every fucking regard. The storyline and I gave them extra points for even having cinematics because in a game like this, a lot of times they don't have shit like that. They're just like you got to read about the lore. And this it has full on cinematics. It has boss fights that are big spectacles and stuff. Really cool shit. But you know, I never was like interested in the story outside of like, oh, this is neat. It's like a reinterpretation of historical stuff in Japan that I've heard a million times. But fucking, it, it, there's no, there's no hook in that in that regard for me. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the story was like, oh, I can't believe that happened. And William's not a compelling character. He's fine. He's just whatever. Um, he's not bad or good. He's just who you play. Um. And yeah, it just a lot of the stuff was uh, w- w- was neat to see, but you know, never was I playing going like, oh, I can't believe that happened, or oh, what's gonna happen next. So, and because of that, I you know, I give it an A minus because outside of that, it's, it's fantastic. It's a great game. So easy A minus. Want to give it an A plus, but didn't make me cry like that's <laughs> Death Stranding. Um, anything else? All right, let us know in the comments what you guys think about Neo. Did you play it? Did you not play it? How much do you like it? How much do you not like it? Tell me the same gauge. Be like, I love it so much. And someone else look at that comment and go, I fucking hate it this much. Um, I give it a negative A+. Um, and yeah, are uh, you excited for Neo 2? Uh, do you not want to play this game? Did you not play it for any reason? Uh, and do you like Team Ninja games in general? Or are you more of a... Dark Souls guy. Let's know everything you're thinking about, plus a grade in the comments below. But that's going to do for this episode of Plus Club on Taste of the Game. As always, thank you for watching. And thank you for voting for Game of the Month for two months, guys. Really appreciate that. We'll be talking about that tomorrow. Um, and yeah. Uh, plus Club on Taste of the Game. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Taste of the Gaming. Check out all of our streams. Links down below. I'm on Twixer, Twixer, Twixer. Mixer, <laughs> Twixer, and YouTuber. Uh, links down below. They're on 
Chris is on Twitch, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chevy's on Mixer. Twixer. Um, <laughs> Twizzlers. And uh, yeah, we got a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until next episode, which will be Game of the Month, where we will be talking about Lost Planet 2 mm -hmm. and revealing the Game of the Month that you guys picked. Until then, have a good night, guys, and take it easy.